Welcome, everyone. I am Isaac Edelman, founder of FL Teams. Today, we will do more than just preview the Super Bowl, Super Bowl 56, Super Bowl LVI, the matchup between Joe Burrow and the Bengals and Matthew Stafford and the Rams. But we will be doing Super Bowl game prop bets, breaking down all the prop bets you can think of. And let me tell you, this is one of the most fun times of the year. And, and I think some of you NFL fans can agree. So I'm going to be joined by Jeremiah Hensley, EJ Farman, and Jeff McAlino to help me here with these game prop bets. Jeremiah, EJ, and Jeff, welcome in. Hey, yeah. thanks for getting us kicked off, man. Looking forward to this. So it's nice to finally have you out uh, in front of the camera, Isaac, instead of hiding <laughs> behind us all the time. Uh, yeah. Isaac, Isaac, Isaac the recluse. Yeah. yeah, I'm usually behind the scenes, but this time, look, we have our full team here, full team of you know, amazing podcasters, and I'm happy to get this rolling. Jeremiah, take us away here. Yes, sir. Of course, man. We all know that um, you know we have a great sponsor we work with in Symbol. Symbol is basically a stock market for sports teams. Um, it allows you to buy and sell sports teams like their stocks. Um, so. Well, oh no! Yeah, oh, well, this is a good start. It's funny because I'm in front of the camera this time. But anyway, <laughs> I will it, continue. Um, it's the ho- it's the hotel internet. Yeah. Oh, he's Where back. We at? Continue. Splendid sports in the stock market, Jeremiah. <laughs> now I got no volume. <laughs> Jeff, you have to bail me out on this one, buddy. All right. Hey, Symbol is the stock market for sports that allows you to trade sports teams like stocks and earn cash payouts when your teams win. Symbol has blended sports in the stock market to offer you a new way to invest in and profit off your favorite teams. Use your sports knowledge to buy low, sell high, and earn cash payouts when your teams win. Join the thousands of early adopters who have started to profit off their sports knowledge. Visit www.sim. B-U-L-L dot com or visit the link in the description to create a free account. And when you deposit, make sure you use the promo code FLTEAMS for a $10 deposit bonus to help build your portfolio. Kick saving the beauty. Thank you, Jeff. My audio went streaming left. Me and StreamYard don't always get along. (laughs) Yeah, well, look, this, this is a rocky start, but I promise you guys this won't be a rocky show. It may be a Rocky Super Bowl, but we won't get back. We won't get into that. Anyway, look, we're going to start off here. Super Bowl game props. Again, check out flteams.com. It's my fantastic site, but it's not just my fantastic site. All of my contributors heavily contribute, and, and we're just creating a top Florida sports source where we cover every professional and college team, whether it's the Buccaneers, the Rays, the Marlins, the Heat, the Magic, name it all. We got it. Anyway, let's get into it. Here, we're going to start with the Super Bowl game props. We're going to go to EJ. We're going to go to Jeff. We're going to go to Jeremiah. They're going to get quick explanations. And hopefully their input helps you guys bet on the game. So let's get started. We're going to get started with the first one, which is what color will the Gatorade bath be? We got orange, red, green, yellow, clear. And there's always another option. You never know. It could be purple. It could be green. That's on there. So, EJ, we're going to start with you, man. Oh, oh, my my heart and my taste buds tell me yellow. But 
I, I, I've, I'm, I'm going orange. I'm going orange for the, uh, for the Gatorade bath. Okay, so EJ goes with orange. How about you, Jeff? Uh, not, not to piggyback, but I'm a little biased towards orange because that was the Gatorade <laughs> Sean Payton got uh, when the Saints won Super Bowl 44. Um, okay. I like the contrast, man. <laughs> yeah, and also, you know, maybe I'm helping Jeremiah here make his decision. The Bengals, they win. They, they like the color orange. Am I right, <laughs> Jeremiah? What color yeah. would the Gatorade bath be? All right. So, serious question: What flavor is clear Gatorade? Anybody? Uh, it's Ooh. that like glacier freeze oh, yeah. color. Yeah. That white. I guess it's the white one, right? I think so. Right. Yeah. 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 Okay. <laughs> then green. <laughs> well look i'm telling you guys fl teams is the best part of sports so if you want to laugh here on wednesday night you better keep on tuning in this show is just getting started we're just on our first prop bet and we already got some funny moments and especially a rocky start uh, yeah <laughs> all right next up wait, wait, what? Isaac, where are you on this Oh, all right. Yeah, you're, well, you're gonna get me involved. I guess. Yeah, wait, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's how the show's gonna go. That's how um, roll. Look. Well, I, I'm gonna do it either, Jeremiah. Sorry. Does anyone know what color red is? What, what flavor that is? I think it's fruit punch. punch. Fruit punch. Uh, I'm gonna go with orange. Take <laughs> <laughs> you back it through. Yeah. We thought and he was look, gonna break the. We thought he was gonna break the tie somewhere. Yeah. Well. Well, the reasoning is, look, I think the Bengals are gonna win, so I think they're gonna have an orange color back. So here's the next one. This is simple. What will the coin toss be? It may be simple for some, and may be hard for some, but there's one pickup line that works for me, and I think I'm gonna start off with this: tails never fails. <laughs> Jeff, let's go to you. Yeah, man. I'm the same way. I always pick tails. All right, Jeremiah. I'm, I'm going to go heads just to be contrarian. Okay. And EJ? I'm going to go heads, too, because it got Pat Mahomes through the bills. <laughs> okay. Well, hey, look, we're going quick, and this is what I like. Let's go on to the next one here. Oh. Okay. Who will be the leading receiver? Will it be Cooper mm. Cup, Odell Beckham Jr., Van Jefferson, T. Higgins, Jamar Chase, Tyler Boyd, or maybe another player? We'll start with EJ. Oh, man. I think Cooper Cup's going to get so much attention that I think Odell Beckham has to be their leading receiver. Uh, I, I'm going to go Odell Beckham. I'm going to go Odell Beckham. I want to I say Cooper Cup, but I think he's going to get so much attention, i got to go Odell Beckham. Okay. Jeff? Yeah, I'm leaning Bengals in this game, uh, and – I think Jamar Chase, I don't care if Jalen Ramsey is following him around. I think Jamar Chase has a day. Okay, Jeremiah? I, I'm going to kind of go the way Jeff did on this. I just think, when we talked about it yesterday, I think the Bengals are going to be chasing. I think they're going to be down some scores, which means Burrow's going to throw. And I do actually think that Jalen Ramsey's going to get in Jamar Chase. Chase will beat him once or twice, but I think T. Higgins ends up leading the, leading the squad. Okay, I, I think – I, I know EJ will throw to Beckham here, but if you've been watching our shows, which we hope you have been, EJ is very high in T. Higgins. So I just want to give a shout-out to EJ right there. Oak Ridge. Yep. So now, um, look, this is tough for me. Um, I, I was kind of thinking, like, there's no tight ends listed. Is that possible? No, not really. Look, I'm going to go with Cup. 
I, I just think that he is going to get the attention that EJ thinks he is, but I do think he's going to, you know, make use of that attention. Look, Cooper Cup is one of those guys that is just unstoppable. And he's been unstoppable in the regular season and the playoffs. I, I see it continuing in the biggest game of the year. So I'm going to go with Cooper Cup. All right. Next one. Who will be the leading rusher? Is it Joe Mixon, Cam Akers, or other? Just in case you, your mind is lost right now in outer space, Sony Michelle is on that list and many others, including, well, you, you could always you can always talk about my guy Buddy Howell from FAU. No, he's like a fourth <laughs> fourth string running back. EJ, EJ gets that. All right, EJ, we're gonna start with you here. Um, I I, I think it's gotta be Joe Mixon. I think for the Bengals to win the ball game, Joe Mixon has to get involved early. Um, they've got to get him active. I, I got I'm going Joe Mixon. All right, Jeff. Agreed. Exact same reasons. Uh, I also think he's the best back. And also, I, I can't get over Cam Akers and those fumbles against the Bucks in the uh, divisional round. He, I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't want the ball in his hands that much. Jeremiah, yeah, I, I'm going to ride Mixon too, just because I think that's what Cincinnati has to do. There's just a much clearer discrepancy between Mixon and Samar J.P. Ryan than there is between Cam Akers, Sony Michelle, um, any of the other backs that that the Rams will shuffle in and out. So I think it's got to be Mixon. Look, this is going to be our first unanimous decision. I'm also going with Mixon. Look, even if the Rams win this game, I just don't see Cam Akers getting more rushing yards than Joe Mixon. All right, next up, let's see what we got. Who will be the leading passer? Matthew Stafford, Joe Burrow, or, or maybe Odell for other, right? We, we know he can sling the ball. So, hey, I'm going to start off here, and I'm going to go with other. Odell Beckham, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look, th th this is this is tough for me because I say, look, I, I don't necessarily think that the leading passer will be the player whose team wins the game. I I'm just going to go with Burrow. For whatever reason, I, I just think that J Jamal Chase is that guy. That look, Burrow may throw a, a six-yard pass in terms of air yards, but Burrow and, and Chase will make it a 90-yard reception when Jamal Chase breaks a tackle. And, and goes all the way to the house. And that's where I just think the difference. But Cooper Cup can do that too. So this is why it's a very, you know, tough decision. Look, I, I don't know. I, I'm not going to put that, you know, too much down into this. I just think Joe Burr is slightly the better passer. Jeremiah, how about you? Um, You know, so it's an interesting question because, again, you see all this stuff going around. But, like, what do we consider to be constituting a big day, right? I think the over-under for Burrow in this game is, like, 285. Um. You know, I mean, we've seen Burrow drop 400. We've seen him drop 500, right? Basically costing Wink Martindale his job. But, like, I mean, in the Super Bowl, man, um, I'm still going to go with Burrow on this for the for the leading passer just because I, I still – I really think they're going to be playing from behind and they're going to become one-dimensional. I just think that Stafford and the Rams are – you know, they're going to be too much all the way around. Okay, so you're going with Stafford or Burrow? No, uh, Burrow. Burrow. Jeff? Oh, I, I, I think I'm going – I like Joe Burrow much better than Matthew Stafford. But I, I'm going to go the opposite route of Jeremiah here where I think the uh, – I think the Bengals might jump out to a little bit of a lead and Matthew Stafford piles up a lot of yards late in the game. Um, and Eli Apple – 
you know, he um, maybe has learned how to cover people somehow late in the season, but I know him well enough to know he'll give up some big plays. He's Eli Apple. So Matthew Stafford. <laughs> okay. And EJ, I'm, I'm sorry. There's also, there's no Ryan Tannehill on this list. Yeah. Continue. Yeah. I can't, I, I can't pick RT 17, huh? I, I'm going to go Stafford and it's, it's because of, of, of who's not lining up behind him. He doesn't have a Joe Mixon behind him. Uh, I, I think that not being able to really count on the running game, you know, Sony Michelle's there. How much of a workhorse can he be? Cam Akers, obviously. Uh, uh, Sean McVay's had a little bit of trust issues with the fumbling. If Matthew Stafford had someone like Joe Mixon caliber running back behind him, turning around and handing the ball off would be easier. But I, I, I think he's going to have to put the ball in the air because there's not really too much to rely on on the ground for them. Great point. And that's where we go back to the prop bets where we said, right, who's going to be a leading rusher? And we all unanimously said Joe Mixon. All right. Next up, let's see what we got. Will a receiver go over 100 yards? Now, this is 100 total yards, right? I'm going to add that in so you guys don't get confused. This is 100 total yards. So I, I know there's no Devo Samuel, right? So <laughs> sorry about that. He was one game away. But Look, will a receiver go over 100 total yards? Let's start with EJ. What do you think? Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, if it's if it's if it's not Cooper Cup, it's going to be Jamar Chase, like we said before. He can take a a, a negative two yard bubble screen and turn it into a 90 yard touchdown in the blink of an eye. Plus, when it comes to total yards, they do use Jamar Chase on a lot of jet sweeps. Not a ton, but he's still active. You know, coming across that backfield a little bit. So yeah, I think definitely be a 100 yard receiver. All right, Jeff. Yeah, for sure. Uh, it's going to be Mitchell Wilcox uh, on the Bengals out of out of USF. Uh, he's going to get 100 yards in the first two plays of the game, just like two 99-yard uh, But, no, yes, there will be 100-yard receiver. I think probably even more than one, I think. Now, Jeff, look, I'm fine with you cracking jokes, but I also appreciate you adding in the USF Bulls because we cover every team in Florida. So check out flteams.com. Jeremiah, will the receiver go over 100 total yards? Definitely. I, I lean more toward Jeff that there's probably going to be multiple ones. I think a sneaky one might be Van Jefferson. All the guy does is he catches long balls. Now he can catch one for 65 and two other catchers, and he's over 100. Yeah. Look, another, another, another Tennessee kid. He went to a school right up the road at Ravenwood. Awesome. Uh, as much as as much as I want to go against you guys, right, just, just just so it's not unanimous, it, it's going to be unanimous again. Look, the, the, these two teams have top offenses, even though there's top defenses going face to face. One ball already could get a player close to 100 total yards, and I think that's where Jamar Chase and Cooper Cup come in. <laughs> Next up, let's see what we got. Will a running back? Go over sixty yards. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna put rushing yards here because jump jump off passes combined with rushing yards likely will make a unanimous yes. So will any running back go over sixty rushing yards? I'm I'm gonna start off with the yes. I think we already you know are all four of us are heavily talking about Joe Mixon and how good he is, and, and I think he, he's easily gonna get over sixty rushing yards in this game. Jeremiah, do you agree with me? Yeah, if he doesn't, then this game's going to be over by halftime. Um, he's got to he's got to get over that sixty mark. I agree. EJ. Uh, yeah, yeah. Piggyback off what he said. I don't. I don't think they don't. I don't think they have a puncher's chance if 
they don't get Joe Mixon involved early. I think he eclipses has to eclipse way over 60 yards on the ground. Okay, and Jeff? Oh, I, I got to agree, but I, I here's the thing. Joe Mixon's barely averaging over 60 yards a game rushing in the postseason. He's got 190 yards in three games. He's, you know, barely over that mark. Cam Akers is at 151 in three games, so he's below. But I, I you know, unless the Bengals just fall behind by a lot early, I, I can't see a way that they don't give the ball to Mixon enough to get him over 60. So I got to go yeah. yes. But no, Jeff, I appreciate that. I love the analysis, just bringing up the other side because stats cannot be proven not factual, right? So, look, that's what he's averaging this postseason, and we'll see what happens against a, a tough you know, Rams defensive line. Um, next up, will a QB throw for over 300 yards? This is similar to, you know, when I asked a few, a few minutes ago who will throw more yards, Stafford or Burrow. Will a QB throw for over 300 yards? EJ, we'll start with you here. Uh, it's tough, but, I, you know, big lights – uh, Matthew Stafford's got a big arm. I, I do think we see one of the QBs. I don't think it's by a lot, um, but I do think we see one of the QBs eclipse that 300-yard mark. And, you know, if, if the game does get lopsided, it's going to be uh, an even bigger testament that we'll see someone eclipse that 300-yard mark. But, yeah, I do think someone will get over that. Jeremiah? Uh, after Jeff breaking down the running game like that, like I, I didn't even really realize – you know, so I guess neither side's really got a dominant running game. So, and uh, yeah, somebody's going to go over 300. I think just the short passes are going to be used as a lot of the running game, especially on LA's side. So I see Stafford going over. And Jeff? Uh, well, so again, jumping to the stats, Joe Burrow uh, under 300. Matthew Stafford is actually averaging a little over 300 yards passing per game. Uh, I say no, though. I, I, uh, I don't know. I go back and forth on how this game is going to play out, but I, I think it's going to probably be lower scoring effect and a little more punting than maybe fans would like. So I'll, I'll go with no on this one. Uh, this is tough for me, as I'm sure it is tough for all of you as well. I, I'm just going with no. It's just my gut says that. Big plays usually don't happen in the Super Bowl. Um, and I, you know, I, I look back at when the Rams last played in the Super Bowl against the Patriots. That game was slow. And, and even if, you know, this is a new Rams offense, right? New QB, I understand that. But I, I just think the Rams defense is going gonna, is gonna to slow down the pace of the Bengals offense, which means the Bengals don't need to force the ball, right? So they're going to take it slowly. And I just think both teams are going to take it slowly, whether they're forced to, right? The Rams defense may just force them to take it slowly. And if they don't, I just see Joe Burrow taking it slowly still because one mistake in the Super Bowl, that may be it. So I'm going to go with no here. Isaac, you triggered me a little bit with the reference to that Super Bowl that they never should have been in, except for the league had to cheat another team out of the Super Bowl. Nicole, uh, uh, I, I've never seen a more egregious no call in my life. Nikel Roby Coleman got away with murder essentially on that play. Yeah. Hey, if you guys didn't know, Jeff's a Saints fan. <laughs> oh yeah, I wasn't. I wasn't groping myself. Yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah. All right, 
This is a good question. I think this is one of the best game props. Not because it's stupid, like how long will the national anthem be, right? But will the game end within seven points? I'm going to start off here and say absolutely. Look, this may this may be a, a game where Evan McPherson has to have tons of pressure on him. Even non-football fans who are just watching for the halftime show or for the commercials, they're going to be watching Evan McPherson. We need to bring up FL teams from the University of Florida. Look. Even if it's not Evan McPherson or maybe Matt Gay from the Rams. So I'm going to say this game will end within seven points. Absolutely. Jeremiah, what do you think? Nah, I, the, the more I broke it down, as you and I were talking to EJ before, I, I do think I, this is a two-score game. Um, I, I think near the end it might get a little dicey, but I think the Rams win it by 10. EJ? Yeah. Uh, you know, hey, and we refer to him as uh, Evan McMoney. Now he's not Evan McPherson anymore. He's Evan McMoney. Um, yeah, you know we 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 talked about it yesterday, Jeremiah. I think this is a ten to thirteen point win. I think it gets away from Cincinnati, you know, and I, I think they make a little bit of a rally comeback um, towards that that later half of the of the fourth quarter. But yeah, I I think this is a ten to thirteen type of ball game. Jeff, I'm going yes, man. Hey, the conference. Championship round, each game decided by three points. Divisional round, everything was within six points. This is a tight, this is a tight field. With uh, I don't I don't think there uh, is a clear dominant team in the entire league, let alone in this game. Uh, so yeah, I think it'll I think it'll be down to the wire. Yeah, and, and a clear indication for my choosing here for this prop bet was just the fact that I'm struggling just predicting the winner of this game, right? Is it going to be the Bengals or is it going to be the Rams? And when I struggle, that usually means it's going to be a close game. Okay, this is another good prop bet. Will the game go over 50 points total? Again, I, I know I I know I referenced the last Rams Super Bowl. Sorry, Jeff. Um, but look, that was obviously way under 50 points total. <laughs> I, I, I don't want to go first here. Let, let's start with Jeff here. Uh, I, I'm I'm going to say no. I, I don't think it will. Um, the Rams have a great defense. The Bengals have a bunch of my old guys, Trey Hendrickson from uh, FAU and uh, uh, Von Bell, who had the big pick, um, you know, and Eli Apple, who, you know, <laughs> usually sucks, but he's been okay for the last couple months. Um no, I, 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 I don't. I, I think th there's going to be a lot of nerves in the first half of this game. There'll be a lot more scoring, I think, in the second half of the game. But uh, no, I don't. I don't think they get to fifty. EJ. Yeah, same. I, I think this is, uh, like you know, I'm, I'm boiling it to that ten to thirteen ish, ten to fourteen point win, uh, for the Rams. I think it's like a thirty-one seventeen type of ball game, maybe a little bit less. Um, but no, I don't. I don't think we see it hit that fifty-point total mark. Jeremiah, I'll ride that same wagon, man. I just don't see it. I think uh, the Super Bowl every year we get caught up with some offense is putting up gaudy numbers, and the defense ends up winning. I mean, at the end of the, the end of the time, offensive defensive line wins, defense wins. I, I think it'll be a close game, or well, I mean, it's not going to get close to fifty. I think you're probably somewhere in the level that EJ talked about, 27, 13, 27, 14, something like that. Yep, and we just want to acknowledge one of our partners here in the live chat, the AJ Show. Thanks for watching. 
And anyone else who's watching, we appreciate you. You're at the midpoint of this stream. You guys are more than welcome to comment. We'll put the guys' comments up on the screen. All right, and then I'm going to go here. Will the game go over 50 points? Uh, I'm also going to go with no here. Maybe it will. Maybe the, the total points will be exactly 50, but that is not over 50. So uh, I'm going to go with no. Next up here, let's see what we got. Will a player score two or more receiving slash rushing touchdowns? This is interesting. And, and this is always tough because Joe Mixon could finish with two rushing yards in the whole game, but that could be on two one-yard rushing touchdowns. <laughs> Jeremiah, do you want to start us off here? Um, I, I don't think it will. I think there's there's so much talent that it's going to be hard for one individual to dominate. I think there's going to be a lot of different people scoring the points. Jeff? Uh, yes, you're seeing what differentiates us from ESPN with podcasts. We can pour drinks while we're doing it. <laughs> uh, it's a much better product, I must say. Um, more free, more free feeling. Yeah, there you go. Um, I'm also leaning no on this one. It's, you know, I, I keep thinking somebody like, like you mentioned, Mixon just get a couple where they, you know, inside the three and they punch it in, or Odell Beckham for some reason. Like mean, he was the one who kept flashing in my head as OBJ. I could see him getting a couple because they're so focused on Cooper Cup, um, but. I'm going to say no. Okay, and then I guess I'm also going to say no, and it's not because I'm just listening to you guys. Even though you guys are very talented and knowledgeable, I I, I just honestly, oh, maybe not. I that. never answered. I never answered on this one, by the way. Did, did I? Okay, that that hey, that's the first mistake of the day for me. So pat on the back. Jeff is now easy. I'm just kidding. Oh, EJ, I apologize. Man. No, no, no. You're good. You're good. Um. I, I think we do see one. I think, uh, man, Cooper Cup uh, in the red zone. He's a he's a he's a he's a target hog down there. Uh, he can juke you out of a phone booth because he's such a route technician in such small spaces. And and Matthew Stafford loves him when he starts to make those little out routes towards the pylons on those little shallow outs. And then you got T Higgins on the other side, six five, you know, two hundred and twenty pound receiver, huge red zone threat, jump ball threat. I I think we see either one of the two receivers, and for me anyway, that go uh, two touchdowns or more. You sure you, sure you want to say yes? <laughs> I'm going yes. I'm going yes all the way. <laughs> Good, because I'm also going yes. Look, I, I just think Edgar Marquez is going to be that guy, and if it's not him, it's going to be Cooper Cup. I don't know how much more we can talk about these two receivers. So much talent, and, and I mean so much. There's really not a lot to say about them because everyone knows about them by now, right? Yeah, Cooper Cup, a poor man's Michael Thomas. <laughs> That's pretty good. I, I, absolutely. All right, next up, we got, speaking of Cooper Cup, will Cooper Cup score a touchdown? I'm going to start off and say yes. I'm not going to explain. I think my other podcasters here alongside me could explain good enough if they say yes, which I think they should. Jeremiah, are you going with yes? I'm just going to be contrarian again. I'm going to say no. I, I, I think I want to see a Super Bowl where just people that we don't expect show up. And Cooper Cup takes a lot of the coverage and, and ends up not scoring. Jeff? Uh, 
mainly gameplay here at this point. I was going to say no if everyone else said yes, but Jeremiah <laughs> bailed me out. I'll, I'll say yes. I think he gets one. <laughs> All right, and EJ? Yeah, I mean, to the points I alluded to above, you know, he's just – he's so deadly in those short spaces, man. I, I, I think he gets two. Yeah, I definitely think he gets one. All right, sorry, Jeremiah, you're all alone here. <laughs> I'll take that. This is interesting. Will Cam Akers score a touchdown? And, again, this is so unpredictable because you could be at the one-yard line. It could be his only carry of the whole game, and he could score on that one carry. Um, I guess I'll start off again. I'm just going to go with no. I just think Cam Akers is not the best running back. And I think I think what Hubert's, Hubbard, sorry about that, Hubbard and, and Trey Hendrickson from FAU, another Florida team, I, I think they're just very good. And also, a Akers hasn't been that good in, in the postseason. And I think Jeff, he has the numbers. He can allude to that too. So, Jeff, you're next up. Um, well, bottom line with Akers, he's averaging 2.8 yards a carry. He, uh, he he seemed to maybe be paid off by Tom Brady to try to lose the game against the Bucks. <laughs> if I'm Sean McVay, an offensive genius – oh, by the way, shout-out to AJ. I don't know if we're ever getting baseball back. I, I see the comment over here. Um, but uh, if I'm an offensive genius, I'm not putting the ball into the hands of Cam Akers near the goal line. I'm going Sony Michelle all day because – Cam Akers, apparently, you know, I don't know. I can't get over those fumbles. They were weak fumbles. They were almost like, again, like he was on the payroll type fumbles. Yeah. So, and, no. and, I, and I like I that. Because <laughs> Sony Michelle's playoff experience a lot with the Patriots. And yeah. And, and he did get action. Again, he wasn't the top running back, he was behind James White. EJ, you're next up. Uh, no, no. The points you alluded to, Isaac, uh, Sam Hubbard, Trey Hendrickson, uh, you know, as as unhealthy, in my opinion, as Derrick Henry was coming into that first-round playoff matchup, um, and besides the big run that, Devont that Deontay Foreman was able to break off, um, DJ Reader, their plug in the middle, did a heck of a job kind of controlling the movement up front on that offensive line. So I think you see something similar to that. I think he's kind of made a name for himself as being that interior plug. No, I don't think he scores a touchdown. Hey, you know I'm going to ride the same train now. Because, now, look, for me, if I say Cooper Cup's not scoring, somebody has to. Somebody's going to get a one-yard plunge. And I just think if you're lining up at the one, I don't know how much you're going to give that to Sonny Michelle as opposed to Akers, who seems to be the bigger back. Um, I, I think he vultures one. I like that. Next up, let's see what we got. Will OBJ score a touchdown? How about any touchdown? All right, a passing touchdown. I, I keep on alluding to this. He can sling that ball. Yeah. The trick plays in the Super Bowl are the best. It's just, look, there might be an aim for it. Maybe not the Philly special, the LA special. I don't know. The Super Bowl is not playing anyway. So. The, the Odell special. Oh, okay. I like that. EJ, let's start with you then. Yeah, I think, I think you see – a multiple touchdown game from Cooper Cup, and I think you see one from Odell Beckham. I think Stafford throws for three or four this game, and I, yeah, I think he makes his way into the end zone. Some way, yeah, somehow. I, yeah. Yeah, I, I think Beckham, he'll score. Um, if for nothing else, and we kind of talked about it a little bit on yesterday's show, but I feel like this is what this guy's been playing for his whole life. 
And it's what he talked about from coming in the league, wanting respect. I think a big stage, Beckham's going to make a play. Yeah. Um, and that makes sense for you because you obviously – you just said this, right? If Cooper Cup's not going to score a touchdown, someone else has Somebody's got it. Exactly. I, I guess I'll go and then Jeff will go. I, I'm going to say yes. I, I just think that Odell's been working so hard his whole career with New York, obviously – not, no success in, in terms of having any chance in the playoffs. And obviously with the Browns, no success. Now with the Rams, he's having success. He's caught a few touchdowns, made a nice grab last week in the week before. But what it comes down to is, is not how how hard he's going to play because he just needs the ball to be thrown to him. And I think Matthew Stafford's going to do that, especially if you know Cooper Cup's locked down while rat run. So I'm going to go with yes. Jeff, what do you think? I want to say no, mainly because everyone else said yes. But I keep just seeing there's going to be a situation where he lines up one-on-one with Eli Apple. Uh, You know, I think a lot of Saints fans like to call him burnt toast. Uh, I I believe the New York Giants fans might agree with that. Um. You're not going to put Eli Apple one-on-one with Cooper Cup, so he's probably on Beckham. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll throw that all day. So I, 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 he, I, I'm more confident that Beckham will score a touchdown than Cup even. So I got to go with yes. Dude, I, I got to tell you, things I've learned during this podcast is that Eli Apple apparently hurt Jeff in a very, very bad way. He should have never put on that Saints uniform. He should have never put on that Saints uniform. He – Actually, Saints fans were all cool with him until he went on Twitter and started trashing us uh, one night uh, recently. And even Sean Payton made a joke about it in his retirement press conference. But yeah, we're rooting for Trey. We're rooting for uh, we're rooting for Vaughn and Eli, I guess. So. Uh. Yeah. All right. Next up, let's see what we got. Oh, we have to bring up this guy's name again, Joe Mixon. Will he score a touchdown? I guess I, I, I'll start off. Yes, I, I think it, it's going to happen at some point in the game, if not a few times in this game. Jeremiah? Yeah, I, I don't know that it'll be a rushing touchdown. I mean, I can see him slipping out on the screen um, where we talked about with the, with the defense coming hard. But I think Mixon definitely scores. Jeff? You know, Joe Mixon in three games only has one touchdown in the postseason. I can see him going for 100 yards, but I'm, I'm going to say no. Jeff bringing up the stats. I love it. EJ, what about you? Yeah, to kind of, I guess, kind of piggyback off what Jeremiah said, I, I think he gets loose out of the backfield somehow, um, whether it's a screen, whether it's a, a wheel route, a Texas route, something get him mismatched on a linebacker, and I, I think he gets in there. Awesome. All right, next up, will Jamar Chase score a touchdown? EJ, let's go back to you, my man. No, I think he racks up all of the the, the in-between end zone yards possible. I think he has a, a, a big coming out game for yardage. I mean, he can't come out much more than what he did against the Chiefs earlier this year. 51, 55 fantasy points he put on the board. Um. No, I, I think, you know, I think Joe Mixon gets in. I think T. Higgins may get in. 
Um, but I, I think Jamar Chase does all of his damage uh, between the end zones. Jeff? You know, Jamar Chase also only has one touchdown in the postseason. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was an impressive one on a fade route. And, uh, you know, I feel like this goes back to the Joe Mixon one. I think they might go that route instead of trying to pound the ball in in, in a short yarded situation. So I'm going to say yes. I, I'll go with then Jeremiah. So this is tough for me. I said Mixon's going to score a touchdown, but the Bengals are definitely going to score more than seven points. I'm going to go with yes. I just think, you know, Jamar Chase and Cooper Cup are just that unstoppable pair of receivers that no matter who they're going up against in terms of offense versus defense, and, and no matter, you know, the odds against them, right, even if Jamar Chase has hamstring problems, it's super ball. He's going to find a way to score a touchdown. Jeremiah, last but not least. We haven't seen a connection between quarterback and wide receiver the same way that Burrow and Chase have connected right away in a long time. Um, So on the biggest stage of it all, young, cocky, they'll connect. I mean, I think, again, Ramsey can hold him in check all day, but I think he'll break one at one point, Um, whether it's a six-yard out like we talked about and he turns it upfield or he just takes him over the top one time. I know EJ is going to like this question. Will his man, T. Higgins, score a touchdown? If you guys haven't watched the last two podcasts with Jeremiah and EJ, EJ is giving a lot of praise to Higgins and just what he's been doing this offseason. I'm sure you guys have heard about what he's been doing this offseason, but he was Cincinnati's leading receiver against the Chiefs, and that's impressive. But anyway, I'll let EJ take it away. Yeah, not only was he his leading, he was his leading receiver, but – he, he caught some big first downs, one of a fourth down to keep the drive going. Um, I mean, the, the guy makes plays when you need him to, catches the ball away from his body, big frame. I think he gets a jump ball opportunity or two, and I, I do think he hauls one of them in. Jeff? So, I, I, again, I looked at the stats, and I couldn't believe, because I've watched all of the Bengals' playoff games, I could not believe Burrow only has four passing touchdowns in the three postseason games. Only uh, Chase has one, Boyd has one, P. Ryan has one, and uh, Uzama, who I, I think said he was going to play in the game, has one. Um, so I'm kind of stu- – in watching the games, I felt like Burrow had a lot more touchdown passes than he does in reality. <laughs> Uh, T. Higgins is due, in my opinion. So, uh, and he's had a great season. He's a very talented player. Uh, yeah, I'll say yes. I'm sure EJ likes the sound of that. Let's see if EJ likes the sound of what Jeremiah has to say. Well, I'm I'm trying to do the math in my head, and I keep saying, you know, the Bengals are going to score 17 or 14, but I'm just giving everybody touchdowns. Um, (laughs) I'm already up to 21 in my head. Um, but Higgins, yeah, and, and Jeff, I'm I'm really blown away, man. Four four scores, and if I'm listening to you right on the other end, Joe Mixon only rushed for one. The, how the Bengals scoring? That's only five touchdowns. Yeah, yeah. Again, Evan Mc Evan McPherson has probably carried a, a large load. Yeah, but that's only three points, so it's still. I'm still, I'm still, you know, on the same boat as you, Jeremiah. Wow. But but to still to to get to the point they have the Super Bowl. And to have such little offensive production, you wonder 
how they got to this point. McPherson yeah. has 40 points in three games. <laughs> that, that is that may be. ridiculous. It's wild. And by Absolutely the way, wild. The, the, those are not just chip shots. Those are like 50-yard field goals. He's been impressive. Clutch, too. Yeah. Like pressure? Well, yeah. What normal people would feel pressure. <laughs> exactly. Now, I, I don't have any pressure here to say yes. I mean, uh, obviously, I, I've been listening to Uze on the past few podcasts. He's definitely pers- per- persuaded me. I, I, You know, I don't know if – let's say I never spoke to you in my life or I never listened to Uze. I might have said no. But because – and gladly because I've now known who you are and I've gotten to speak to you, listen to you on podcasts. I'm not going to say yes, but I'll be honest. If it wasn't for you, because uh, I haven't seen a lot of, you know, of his name on social media, I might be saying no, but EJ, you, you know, you're talking a lot about him and it's not like opinion talk from you. It, it's just factual, you know, his big plays against the Chiefs and a lot of that sort of stuff. Yeah, it's it's stuff that you can't deny. Like the, the production's there. Now you just hope he does it the same thing in the Super Bowl. Yeah. Now, now let's get into something we haven't really discussed yet. Defense, turnovers, right? Defense, we know from the Rams is going to be good. But in this case, this relates to the Bengals' defense because will they pick off Stafford at least once in this game? EJ, yes or no? Yeah. I mean, he's he's just he's got too much of that Brett Favre gunslinger. I can fit it anywhere type mentality. I think he. I think he has like a, a a multiple touchdown game. I do think it follows with interception. Jesse Bates and Von Bell are are both playing lights out at safety. I think they're able to cre- maybe creep over top or undercut something. Mike Hilton, what he did to Tannehill and undercutting that little screen pass to Chester Rogers. I I think somehow since he wiggles their way into a a Stafford interception. Jeff. Yeah, I agree. Uh, it's uh, you know the the. Bengals have six interceptions. Stafford's only thrown one, so to me, part of that's also this guy throws more than you know a half an interception a game. He's got to throw at least one. The <laughs> Bengals are an interesting team though because they only one of those six picks is from a cornerback. You know, Eli Apple's not catching the ball. <laughs> but, but no, I, I I agree with EJ too on the he's got that gunslinger. <laughs> mentality um and, and and he'll put one that i'm guessing a linebacker or a, a safety gets a pick in this game or mike hilton yeah I, just before jeremiah goes i'm just gonna put my name down under yes look you guys i mean as always are just explaining everything well but i, I think at this point it's just obvious stafford is just bound to throw an interception no matter if he's on his A game, his B game, his C game, his F game. I mean, he could throw over 500 passing yards. I just think he's still going to throw an interception. Look, I, I'm going to roll with – I was trying to think of this uh, just like yesterday. I can't remember the last Super Bowl that didn't have an interception. Like at least one somewhere. So maybe I'm foreshadowing if we got a question about Burrow here. But I'm telling you, I'm going to go no. I'm going to I'm going to say Stafford's not throwing an interception. I'm going for zero picks the entire game. Wow. Oh, that's well, as that's, bold that that's as bold as a take it gets for these prop bets. It yeah. really is. Yeah. yeah. Well, hey, Jeremiah, that that answers our next question. So I guess <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I, I guess I'll put you down for no. Yeah, is, that, is that correct? No. 
Like, there's a part of me that just really wants this to turn into a fantasy shootout, like the Kansas City-Buffalo game. Like, no matter how much my heart – I have no dog in this fight, so I'd love to see these guys just come out and sling it at each other. Yeah. And it'd be – yeah. Jeff? Ooh, I, I, I'm going to say no. I, I feel like a lot of times a second-year quarterback, Super Bowl, he's got to make some mistakes, but – Joe Burrow's the coolest dude on the planet, man. I mean, you know, I I just think about the national championship game that he played, and it was like, wow. <laughs> so, no, I I think Joe Joe. Uh, there's a new uh, Joe Cool in the NFL quarterback, and he he's much better than Joe Namath, who threw a lot of interceptions. I, <laughs> I'll um, yeah, no, I'll I'll go with no. Time out. We're going to stop there before AJ goes over. Is he better than Joe Flacco? <laughs> well, Joe Flacco. My goodness, he was the greatest. Look, I, I live in Delaware, so I can tell you for a famous blue hen, yeah, no, he's way better than Joe Flacco. <laughs> Flacco. Oh, they love here, though, brother. Hey, Flacco's still kicking around. <laughs> yeah. All right. AJ, what do you think? Yeah, I, I think he gets one. I, and I don't necessarily think it's Jalen Ramsey that gets one. Uh, I think it's maybe like Jalen Waddle. I think he sniffs a play out, or I mean, uh, uh, Eric Weddle yep. that sniffs a play out or something, and 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 makes a veteran move uh, to to go get a pick. Uh, yeah, I, I I think there's an interception on on both behalfs this game. Yeah, I, I agree with you, EJ. I, I just think that this Rams defense is just so good, and I, I just picture, especially look, it's Burroughs second year and he makes a lot of mistakes yet he hasn't made a lot of mistakes in the playoffs and that's why the Bengals have made it this far but I I just think that the Rams are going to have maybe not a big lead but they're going to have a lead at some point in this game and I think that's when that interception can come about so I'm going to go with yes I think I I think I think the lack of oh sorry Jeremiah no no I was saying um, I think it was like Skip Bayless that I was listening to, and he just basically went down and broke down like every big Joe Burrow game from all levels, like literally starting in high school to college, the SEC, the national championship. Like in those big games, he's got a QBR of like 97, and it's some ridiculous touchdown to interception ratio of yeah. like, you know, at 20 touchdowns and one interception or something. Like Burrow on big stages. I know the Super Bowl is the biggest of them all, but – we'll see. Yeah. And and look, it doesn't have to be a bad throw from him. It it could be uh, a tip off of Jamar Chase and that could be the interception. So I'm just going to have to say yes. I think, I think this D line pressure in this, this, this lack of production from the offensive line, I think there's going to be something where he gets off of his spot or something gets tipped, maybe like a Leonard Floyd, somebody gets a hand up there. Um, or you know he gets he gets hit while he's throwing, yeah. and there's a duck you know that that soars through the air and it gets picked off. I just I think that D line will be the 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 factor as to why he throws interception. Okay, let, let's stick with turnovers. Will two or more fumbles be forced? I'm gonna start off and say no. I just stick in the soup ball. Okay, these these players are gonna be very careful with the ball. I know, let's say the Bengals are down. Joe Mixon is, is going to want to run out of bounds to stop the clock. But then again, he, he's going to want to fight for his 
much extra yardage as you can, but I just don't see two fumbles happening. I could see one, and I could definitely see zero fumbles. So I'm going to go with no. Jeremiah, what do you think? I, I'm going to say yeah. We're going to see at least one strip sack on one side. Um, and then, you know, Jeff's got me thinking now, if Cam Akers gets more than five carries, it's on the turf. So, like, like – but I think you'll get a you'll get a fumble from a QB and then from one of the backs on the other side. Jeff, I'm going to say no. Not a lot of, combined in six games. These these two teams have forced three fumbles. Uh, you know, Cam Akers obviously puts a wild card in there. But uh, no, I'm going to say no. It doesn't seem like these teams really uh, do the best job at punching out the ball. EJ. Um, I, I, I think, I think maybe we, we see, uh, we, we, we maybe see a strip sack or something from, from, you know, on Joe Burrow's behalf, but like they said, I mean, unless Cam Akers touches the ball two times in his first two carries, I don't, I don't think we, <laughs> I don't think we eclipse that number. No, I'm a no. Jeremiah has been by himself for a few Look, times. You got to remember, though, I, I just I just went with no interceptions across the board. There's got to be a turnover, right? Yeah, the, yeah. So. that is true. Look, yeah. I, I love how you're thinking, Jeremiah. You you like want everything to add up, right? You say Cooper <laughs> Cup's not going to get the production, so someone else needs to. So, <laughs> so I like I like your thinking. Yeah, there's a story told by his picks. <laughs> it's yeah. called Degenerate Gambler. <laughs> uh, now we get to the best. Now, now we get to the big shot in this game. Potentially and arguably the best defensive player in the NFL. Aaron Donald, Willie record two or more sacks. Will he get past the Bengals' offensive line? Let's start with EJ. Yeah, I think he's probably going to be lined up right, right in front of Quentin Spain most of the time, which is one of their interior guards. Um, I, I mean, like me and Jeremiah talked about during the show. Aaron Donald is not looking at this as a football game. He's looking at this as 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 a, as a business meeting, and and he's coming to this with at the most highest amount of seriousness and locked in focus that you can get. Yeah, I, I think we see a disruptor game from Aaron Donald. Put me as a yes, Jeremiah. Yeah, I'm on the same boat. I just think the Rams, I they could they could get close to that nine number that Tennessee put up on Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. So I think I think Donald definitely gets two. Jeff. They've had two weeks to prepare. Uh, you know, an old Sean Payton thing. Don't let their best player beat you. He he is the best player on the planet on defense. The, the single most disruptive player on the planet. Uh, they have to have figured out a way to scheme. I wouldn't be shocked if he gets one. Um, also, from just a math, a gambling perspective, nobody averages two sacks a game. So it's generally unlikely. Unless Cam Jordan's playing the Falcons, but I digress. <laughs> uh, Aaron Donald, greatest, probably the greatest player in the game, if if you look at things all told. But no, I don't. I, I think I I hope for his sake, kind of, that he gets one, but I don't think he gets two. Yeah, look, that that makes a lot of sense, and of course, when when you talk about you know just the general players being their self in the Super Bowl. Aaron Donald's that one guy who will be himself. He, he does not shy away. And part of the reason he doesn't shy away is because he knows people are already scared of him. And that's in the regular season, not even in the Super Bowl. And, and that's why I do think Aaron Donald will record two or more sacks. 
But I, I did like, Jeff, you're continuing to bring up the stats. Yeah, a player doesn't even average two sacks. But I just think it's the Super Bowl. And Aaron Donald's already the best player on the planet. Really, the odds, there, there's really no odds against him, right? Everything is for him in this game. And, and that's where I think you know, I, I sit. So I'm going to go with yes. Next up, we're almost done. This, this is the man. Look, that's a bold one right there. Yeah, no, but but this is about as bold as his no interceptions in the whole game take. <laughs> this one, this one is bold. I, I don't care. I, I'm gonna go with yes. We'll, we'll, we'll start it off like that because I'm telling you, UF guy, rookie, who was drafted, which is rare for people. The Bengals saw something in him. It's obviously paid off. All that was needed for him is for him to get distracted by a guy drinking beer in the crowd, <laughs> a, a guy with a Superman cap in the crowd. Really anything to distract him could have knocked the Bengals off the, the playoff bracket weeks ago. But Evan McPherson, even as a rookie, has kept the Bengals in shape and has advanced them through every round now through the Super Bowl. And not just that, he is putting up some crazy field goal numbers. And I just think it's going to continue in the Super Bowl. I'm saying yes. Jeremiah, you're next up, man. Yeah, no, I, I'm going to go no. Only because I just, I think, I don't know how many field goals we're going to see in general. Yeah. I think young coaches, Super Bowl, um, I, I think, I don't know the kickers are going to get that involved until the end. But I don't think he'll get three. Jeff? Oh, you know, I realized what I was going to say my score prediction was would involve three field goals from Evan McPherson. <laughs> so I guess in consideration of what my prediction was going to be, although I think Jeremiah makes a great point, I don't think these two coaches are going to be really inclined to kick field goals unless it's not, you know, a fourth and 14. You know, those kind of situations where it's obvious that you're you're better off taking three points. So I, I, I think that's a great point as far as their aggressive kind of offensive minds go. But my predicted score, I'm I, I'm I'm not gonna hedge my bets. I'm gonna play like Jeremiah here and I'm gonna say yes. In in my predicted score, he gets three field goals. EJ? No, I I, I think he gets one, maybe two. I, I think this game is gonna is gonna be uh, um, decided by the end zone rather than the field goal posts. Um, maybe he gets one off their first drive, or you know, if Burrow takes a sack and you know, like they said, puts him into a fourth and long situation. Maybe they kick one to try to build some momentum going into halftime. I, I don't think there's gonna be an abundance of field goal kicking by anybody in the game. Okay. Next up. Oh, this is interesting, and I feel like this we, – we should have brought this up earlier before we're now getting into the field goals and, and the game yeah. winners and the turnovers because now Jeremiah's all screwed up because he was trying to tally up everything. <laughs> I, I, look, I, I think we can rule out safety. Can we first of all agree with that? I, I think unanimously. Yeah, I think we can mark that one out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, it's between touchdown and field goal. Like, I guess I'll go first. I'm going to go with the field goal, and I'm kind of going to use the Jeremiah strategy here. If I say Evan McPherson is going to get over three field goals, 
I, I'm, I'm just going to say yes here now. Of course, the Rams may get the ball first, right? I, I, I just think both teams are going to come out slow offensively. Because I think I think most of us, if not all of us, were saying this game's going to be low scoring. I, that usually means a slow start, and it picks up towards the end. So I'm going to go with the field goal here, but I am going to add something here. Um, I, I, I do have to add something here. No, never mind. Sorry. I, I thought this says the first possession. I, I yeah, no, th- this is right. Th- th- this is right. But yes, the, a good question would be what will the first possession be? And I would say a punt, but that's not the question. Hmm. Jeff, you're up next. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to agree with you on the field goal because, uh, and it kind of goes back to what EJ was just saying is, I, I feel like, you you know, the first team that drives down the field, you know, say they're inside the 20, but, you, you know, they're not at, at the one-yard line. You, you just want to – these are two pretty inexperienced teams when it comes to the Super Bowl. You just want to get some points on the board. That, that takes a huge weight off your shoulders. Uh so I, I, you know, obviously the first play is going to be an eighty-yard pass to Mitchell Wilcox. <laughs> uh, he's going to take it all the way, but but it, you know, in my head, the way it plays out is one of these teams drives has a good drive that stalls around the twenty, take the points, get on the board that just lets you take a breath, like hey, we're not going to get shut out in the Super Bowl. Uh, so yeah, I'm with you, Isaac. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I was thinking something about, you know, adding a punt. That's just the first possession. But I, I do want to put the other down because this could be a kickoff return for a, a touchdown. But I'm wrong again, right? So I, I'm really messing with myself because guess what? A, 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 a kickoff return for a touchdown is a touchdown. So. Hey, you're doing what? Hey, you're, you're, yeah, you're doing what Brable did against Cincinnati and you're, you're out coaching yourself. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, Jeremiah, let's not forget about you. Yeah, man. No, I, look, I'm going to say touchdown. Um, in a weird way, um, you know, I think both of these teams, one, Cincinnati, just doesn't appear to know how they should feel or what they should feel on any game at any given time. They just keep showing up. And then I think the Rams, like we talked about yesterday, EJ, they're just – this is a team professional. So, I think, yeah, I think first score will be a touchdown. I don't think they stall out. Um, again, it's like – I, I think both of these teams are going to be more prepared than most to handle what would normally be a nerve-wracking situation in the Super Bowl. All right, and last but not least, EJ. Uh, you know, to, to what we talked about yesterday, uh, Jeremiah, I think this is going to be a little bit of a battle the first quarter and a half-ish. You know, you got a little bit of jitters. You're going to see some overthrown balls. Um, I don't think we see big scoring until late in the first half you know, coming out of halftime into into the third quarter, I do, I think the first I think the first possession or two may be you know splitting field goals and then and then we have a touchdown after. Yeah, I definitely think a, a, a the first score will be a field goal. All right, so Jeremiah yet again by <laughs> <the> himself. <laughs> Look, there's no problem with that because you're providing a reasoning and you just can't go wrong with what you said. Now, who will score first? Will it be the Rams or the Bengals? This is kind of a toss-up because this really depends on who gets the ball first, in my opinion. So, for me, I'm kind of taking a guess because 
I, I think no matter what team gets the ball first, they're, either team's going to score a field goal. So I, I, I'm just going to go with Joe Burrow and, and just say the Bengals. Uh, but, but honestly, I, I do not know. Jeremiah, maybe you know? Look, for me, this is a bet against the defense, not for an offense. Um, so I just think the Rams. I, I think eventually if, if one of those two is going to enforce their will on the other, I think I think the Rams do it quicker than, than the Bengals do against the Rams, D. Jeff? Well, I'll preface this by saying nothing in this podcast should be taken as gambling advice. <laughs> However, I would strongly advise you not bet on coin tosses or things like this, because this is a coin toss. It really is. It doesn't mean this team's going to win. It just means one team might get the ball first and drive to the 30 and kick a field goal. Um, so I would never place money on this, but I will go with the Bengals because that's where this, you know, that that's who I want. <laughs> <laughs> Simple enough. It's all yeah. And, and look, we did, we did, uh, I think it was our first prophet that we discussed, right? Is it going to be heads or tails? But we never discussed who is going to win the coin toss. But Jeff and myself, we're just saying the Bengals. But again, don't take anything we say as gambling advice. <laughs> EJ, what do you think, man? I'm, I'm going to go with, with, uh, with, with Jeremiah. I think the Rams get it. I think we see um, – a little bit of an offensive explosion that kind of stalls out, you know, into that first possession field goal, like we all alluded to before. Um, but I think the, I think the Rams put the first points on the board. Awesome. Uh, we're coming up to the last few game for us. This is an interesting one. Who will be winning at the end of the first half? This is before Snoop Dogg and, and Dr. <laughs> Dre and Eminem come up to the stage in L.A. <laughs> Um, so before the, before they come up on stage, who will be winning? Will it be the Rams, the Bengals, or neither? Meaning, the two teams are top. EJ, we'll start with you. Keep in mind that this is before Snoop Dogg comes on, so maybe Snoop Dogg <laughs> will give these teams energy for the second half. But this yeah. is the first half. Yeah, yeah, he he'll have a, a a red solo cup, a special red solo cup for each one of them. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I want to say the Rams. I, I just I think that uh, you know, uh, uh, I, you know they they've been there before. Obviously, not with the same personnel. Um, I think it's it's like a a ten three seven three type of ball game in the first half. I think the the Bengals need to get a little bit of jitters. You know, they're young. Uh, there's regardless if uh, you know how much arrogance, cockiness, confidence Joe Burrow has, this is still the Super Bowl, right? This is the granddaddy of them all when it comes to the NFL. So I think it's a little shaky for the for the Bengals' first half. Uh, and I think the Rams, it's slight, but I think they come out winning the first half. Okay, so you said the Rams, correct? Yeah, I said the Rams. All right. I, I'm honestly going to say the Rams. Again, I, I think that the Bengals are going to win this game, but I just think – and I know I'm going to use the Jeremiah strategy here. This is what it's all about, right? Thinking about what I previously said, and I said that it's going to be a one-possession game, and I also said that Evan McPherson is going to have a big toll in this game. I just think the Rams will have a lead at the end of the first half, but I think the Bengals are going to come back and win this game. So I'm going to go with the Rams here at the end of the first half. Jeff, what do you think? Uh, 
we'll all be winning at the end of the first half because we get to see Snoop, Dre, and Eminem. <laughs> on a on a long uh, delay, I assume. So so uh, let's 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 put all of us and then also Snoop Dogg. <laughs> yes, and 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 by the way, EJ, the players should not take anything that Snoop Dogg hands them because that will not get them up for the game. That will relax them a little. Yeah, more it it'll, it'll be it'll be a it'll be a downer, not an upper. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> just advice, just advice for the players out there. I was thinking maybe there'd be a little booger sugar sprinkled in there somewhere. Oh, I don't I don't know if it goes that way. Maybe. Probably not good if you're playing your heart. Anyways. I'm 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 gonna go again from a gambling perspective, this would be the dumbest thing to do, but I'm gonna say neither. I think it's ten ten at halftime. Wow. Okay, that's interesting. Neither team's winning. We're all winning. <laughs> and, and, and by the way, if it is neither, if it is a tie, does that mean Stoop Dog is winning? Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. Well, he's always winning. Yeah. But okay. but he's really winning if it's a tie. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. That, that's all I needed to know. Jeremiah, uh, what about you? I'm taking Rams are going wire to wire in this thing. They're going to score first. I don't think they trail the entire time. Um, I think Ooh. they say keep a pretty good cushion. Um, I laugh. We keep talking about this halftime show, but I'm sure everybody else has seen the meme. It hits home with a guy like me at 44, where there were like a lot of kids are about to find out who their parents really are come halftime of the Super Bowl. (laughs) (laughs) I, hey, you you know, I'm a kid. I, I, this is interesting. This is a change of music, but I think this is the start of a change of music. Oh, yeah, I hope, and, and, and that's. Honestly, the truth, and I think that won't change. So enjoy it while it lasts, because it already lasted. This is the start. All right. Wire to wire on that. I think we have a few more left. Let's see. Yeah, it's the last one. The most important. Well, this is the second to last one. There's one more. Who will win the game? I I know we probably brought this up already, at least uh, multiple times, right? While we've been speaking. I'm just going to start off because I've already said a lot. I think the Bengals are going to win this. Um, and I've already explained it. It's all about Jordan McPherson, man. Jeremiah, what about you? Yeah, it rams. Yeah. And, and wire you also, to wire. You also just explained that. So yeah. now, now, we're really just, now we're really just bouncing off what we previously said. <laughs> and if you said something different, I hope someone comments that. <laughs> and make sure to smash a like on this YouTube video as well. Anyway, EJ, what about you, my man? Uh, at the Rams, I think it's a you know like a a, a ten to thirteen fourteen point win. Um, at, you know like we talked about yesterday, Jeremiah. I think this is a game for the Bengals. I think this is a business trip for the for the Rams with Sean McVay and his staff, Aaron Donald. Um, you know Jalen Ramsey's been close before too. When you know back when he was with with Jacksonville, I just think there's a it's a different outlook for those those Rams players, and I think they come you know suit and tie ready uh, for this business trip. Jeff, let's see. What do you think about I, this I, one? I like the attitude, the idea that EJ has. They're coming for a business trip. The Bengals are coming to have fun. Bengals <laughs> win this game. 23 <laughs> Boom. 23-20. That's what I'm talking about. All right. And by the way, if me and, and Jeff are right, um, we may see another uh, Joe Burrow iconic picture in the locker room, right? <laughs> yeah. All right, this is the last one. 
This is the last one. And, and I just want, before I get to it, we haven't mentioned this at all. And this is one of the most talked about things. Once a game ends, who will win MVP? Now, I, for whatever reason, did not, and I will not add this because I just think it's best just leaving it off. I did not say who will win MVP. And that is because there's too many variables, right? Because me and Jeff are not going to say Matthew Stafford because we said the Bengals are winning. And that's why, for this reason, I just picked the position. Is there going to be a quarterback? Is it going to be an offensive player but a non-QB or a defensive player? Jeff, let's start with you. These awards are so quarterback-centric <laughs> that they could have a miserable, mediocre game, but they lead their team to win, then unless one of their skill position players has a an explosive game or defensive player does something crazy like pick off three passes, which I think in earlier bets I established, I didn't think there'd be a lot of that. Um, it's it's going to be the quarterback of the winning team that wins it. I mean, that's just it, – it's lazy voting. I don't like it. Yeah. It's lazy voting. The league MVP is the same way. And I don't want to go on a rant here. <laughs> yeah. Now, look, it was lazy voting. Um when Malcolm Butler did not win the Super Bowl. But then again, things did change when Julian Edelman won MVP because he deserved that with the Patriots. But it, it just varies each year. It, it, it honestly varies. And, and right, it, you, you can have another play like Malcolm Butler and, and that guy won't. Eli Apple, right? Eli oh, Apple. We'll, well, we'll, no, we'll no. bring him up one more time. You need to catch the ball. <laughs> I'm going to get so hard. I'm you have to gain possession, don't you? Have two picks and a score. <laughs> oh. All right, EJ, let's go to you, my man. I think I think the the fairy tale ending comes to play. I think Matthew Stafford gets that glass slipper stuck on his foot, and I think he gets the envy. Obviously, I want him. To, I picked him to win. I think he ends up with the uh, the quarterback. Matthew Stafford ends up with the MVP. Jeremiah. I think Jeff hit it on the head, and then EJ touched on it as well. I just think regardless, the, the, the story here at the end of this game is one of one of two quarterbacks, right? It's either Burrow finishes the job coming into his second year, it's Stafford gets the job done after 13, like Dad, so it's a quarterback. Dad. That makes sense, and I guess I, I could finish this off here. And say a quarterback, because honestly, quarterbacks will win and will continue to win Super Bowl MVP. Unless they change it to the Nickelodeon valuable player, right? The MVP. Because we, we, we know we know when that happens, things take a turn for the worse. And I think Jeff will bring up the Saints one more time. Jeff, hey, man, you, you experienced that. Mitchell Trubisky stole an MVP from you guys when you beat the Bears in the playoffs. Yeah, that was a uh, there was a, a very concentrated effort to make the worst player in the game win that award. Yeah, yeah. So, so Dak yeah. Prescott won an MVP this year because he was doing so bad, but the Cowboys almost came back and won, <laughs> which is funny. Look, Isaac, I kind of expected you to go kicker here. I mean, <laughs> yeah, like, offensive player, non QB. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Look, I, I know. Look, sorry, Jeremiah. I didn't use the Jeremiah strategy. <laughs> and, and I and I should have th thought about what I've said this whole podcast, yeah. which is having Evan McPherson winning MVP. Now it's just it's one of those things where maybe he deserves to win MVP, right, Jeff? But the, the I, voters I think, I, don't respect I think if, that. If your vote comes through and he puts through three or more field goals, uh, I think he's 100% deserving uh, of, of the MVP. Keyboard deserving. That doesn't mean he's going to earn it. And, no, absolutely and not. And that's what the problem is. Yeah. So, look, that is it, everyone. Look, this was a fun show. I, I think we can all agree. This was really fun. It was quick for each prop bet. I, I, I think that we are obviously going to get a lot of – Prop bets wrong. We're going to get a lot of them right. I, I, I just hope we enjoy the Super Bowl. I hope that Eli Apple doesn't enjoy the Super Bowl. <laughs> You're welcome, Jeff. Um, and, and most importantly, I hope you guys enjoyed this show. This is a fun one. A lot of jokes, a lot of laughs. And most importantly, I hope you guys check out our website, FL Teams. Again, flteams.com, the best Florida sports source. You can catch Jeremiah, Fins in the Sea, covering the Miami Dolphins, Jeff Macalino covering the Tampa Bay Lightning and Tampa Bay Rays for Bolts and Bats in the Bay. And EJ Farman doing a lot for us right now, doing NFL coverage for us. And then sooner or later, he will be covering the Miami Hurricanes for us. And look, they have a bright future ahead of themselves. Yes. There it comes. Anyway, I look, I appreciate everyone for watching. Look, we are going to continue to put out some top-notch content. Our next show, make sure – to tune in will be a coaching carousel where we recap and break down every team's <laughs> coaching hire from this offseason. That should be a good show. We'll get the same crew on. We'll get EJ, Jeff, Jeremiah on, and maybe a few more. That should be a fun show. And maybe we'll even do a Super Bowl recap. So, And then after the Super Bowl, look, there's going to be a lot of fun content um, plans for us from NFL draft to offseason signings to – Interviews, right? We, we might have some big interviews coming up with players, broadcasters, you name it, fans. Hey, we got the best team in the nation and especially in Florida. Anyway, for myself, Isaac, EJ, Jeff, and Jeremiah, thanks everyone for watching. All of you have a good rest of your night and enjoy the Snoop Dogg concert with Eli Apple making a special appearance. <laughs>